Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. What is up, party people? Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and guess what? Today is our 100th episode of The End in Mind. I cannot even believe that, one, I made it to 100 episodes, and two, that you all are here with me and you know, we've been able to build this wonderful community. I really just find this podcast is such a safe space for me and it's allowed me to think about what works in my business, in my life, and what doesn't work and also have those conversations openly with you all as I'm having these realizations. I just truthfully am so grateful for every single one of you that has listened to our show, listened to me and (laughs) engaged in conversation and thought outside of the box, right? Because really that's what this show is all about. I I really designed and wanted this show to be about the untraditional lifestyle and how to have difficult conversations, especially as entrepreneurs, because we're kind of paving this new path, right? In whatever industry you are in as an entrepreneur, in order to be successful, we're finding holes in the market. We're having difficult, progressive conversations that are ahead of our time. So we are really thought leaders and that is such a beautiful thing, but there isn't always a safe space to have these conversations and think about and or discuss or flush out, right? These 
topics that might be floating around in our heads and these conversations that we're having with our clients. I know a lot of you feel at times like, how do I even share that? Or how do I put that into content? I'm really like, what's important to be sharing with my audience? And on today's show and for our hundredth episode, the two things that I want us to talk about is celebration because This is a huge part of business, and if you cannot celebrate, there's something underneath that, and I really want to share with you all how difficult it was for me to celebrate myself, celebrate who I am, and how much unconditional love has been able to, you know, help me start to stretch my wings when it comes to celebrating and loving myself and loving my business and loving all of you. And then I also want to talk about this concept of what I should be sharing with my audience and how celebration can actually take away a lot of these negative thought loops that we're having that basically just end up sucking our energy away from having productive and or healthy thought loops, which is really just what our clients need to be hearing and trusting and knowing that we have the answers and understand our clients is really what will help you stretch your wings in that sense as well. So let's start with, you know, if you're currently struggling with content, know that I absolutely get you. I am here. And we as entrepreneurs are a lot like writers. Um, We can sometimes get writer's block. uh, We can get uninspired. And a lot of the times when those conversations or situations are starting to arise, it's very challenging to get out of that, right? It kind of just ends up keeping us in the same space and we're not able to get off of that train and empower ourselves again and say, hey, I know who my client is. I know what they need to hear. Um, I know sharing this story with one person might be able to impact them in a positive way. And that's why I'm taking the time out of my day to do so. So if we're coming at our business and at our lives with this overall goal and high expectations, especially us as perfectionists and highly sensitives, we are very likely to set extremely high expectations for ourselves. And then when we don't meet it, which I know you guys have heard me talk about many times on our show, we end up stuck in the same loop. It ends up reintegrating all of those negative thoughts that we thought about ourselves. Our brain's like, well, yeah, we knew this was going to happen, right? It's kind of that like Eeyore mentality. If you guys ever watched Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore is very like negative, right? And he stays on these thought patterns and, you know, he'll say things like, well, that's just like life is sucks or like, you know, life is this way and you're not always going to get what you want kind of thing. But if we keep in that mindset, right, we wouldn't even be developing businesses. So on some level, every single one of you are already challenging these thought loops and you're already shifting your mindset. So take a minute to believe that you have the power to do this and celebrate those moments where you are able to shift out of those thought loops and be present with yourself and dive deeper into topics that actually excite you. Celebrate that moment, you guys. The thing about 
celebration is that it actually is what will help continue to drive you forward. And we as entrepreneurs and perfectionists reach a goal and we don't even give ourselves time to step back and say like, wow, I did this. I created this. I took time out of my day and my life to focus on me. And now look at where I am because of those decisions in the past. So every single one of you has probably faced many challenges in life and in business. Start to give yourself context clues around all of the ways that you've done well, that you've stood up for yourself, that you've taken the right steps. Sometimes it's even just getting out of bed, you guys. Really focusing on the celebration and allowing yourself to celebrate the small wins. You know, on today's episode, I'm gonna share with you all some really large wins but I want to keep in mind and really share with you guys like sometimes my wins are getting out of bed being present with my clients and then taking time for myself which might even just be me putting on a crock pot in between working with my clients or you know taking a hot shower or sometimes just sitting and not having to be on my phone right not constantly having to be over consumed and consuming so much content that's what keeps us on these negative loops because we're not being present we're not taking time to actually be present present with ourselves and ask ourselves, do we want to be continuing this thought loop? Like we have the power to discern that. And that's a really awesome feeling. So with today's wins, obviously today is our hundredth episode. Actually, this is Monday, February 6th when I am recording this and I am currently getting ready to go on my very first business trip as a professional, as a young professional. This is my first business trip ever. And it is actually a Meraki Media Management business trip that I have paid for, for my team, for myself, for my boyfriend to come with me and explore the city of Chicago. We are doing a whole rebrand on Meraki Media Management and our intuitive uh, Eclipse mentorship package. Um, I am doing a photo shoot in the city with my lovely team member, Kelly. She has helped me plan um, schedule, you know, team dinners, and uh, we're going to do some co-working together. And I'm finally going to get to meet a few of my team members face to face. So this is a huge, huge monumental moment for me, um, for my family, for what I have sacrificed in the past to develop this business, all of the growth, all of the tears, all of the overwhelm, all of the pivots, all of the healing, right, has built to this moment in time. And now we are getting to celebrate and reap the benefits of that. And I cannot tell you all how surreal this moment is for me. Of course, I'm going to get emotional because you guys know I'm a highly sensitive and like I feel like all I do is cry on this podcast with you guys. <laughs> so thanks for holding this space for me. You know, I came from a very, you know, entrepreneurial family and my grandparents definitely did very well for themselves. Uh, but my family directly 
My parents got divorced when I was young. Finances were always a problem. I remember like my mom literally making mac and cheese every Wednesday night because that was all we could afford at the grocery store. Like mind you, my dad also was sick with cancer. So we were paying cancer treatment bills and life got really expensive really fast for us and we already really didn't have enough money to make ends meet as it was so you know i'm grateful that i was an only child in that sense that you know my family only had to provide for me um and we were able to get by and you know my mom's motto was always like we make it work you know like we get creative we used to cook a lot of things you know that were inexpensive um we lived in a townhome in my local hometown and you know parts of the ceiling would fall down and we were renting that home um, after my parents actually lost their house they it had gone into you know I think they were very close to foreclosure if they weren't even already there basically we ended up taking a huge loss on the home that my dad has built for my family just out of unfortunate situations you know we're going back to you know, the 2008 recession, uh, money was tight and things happen, right? So now that I'm able to sit here and say that I lived through all of those experiences um, and that I was able to come back tenfold and be here with you all today and celebrate this moment in time for my business and what I have created out of my own brain and no one else's, like, it's just so surreal. And I know every single one of you have situations that you have done amazing things, but you have never let yourself feel that, right? You've never looked at yourself in the mirror and said like, wow, I did that. For example, when I got into college, I was actually waitlisted for James Madison University and it was my birthday week and you know you guys know I'm pretty persistent when it comes to this kind of thing I know you all are too as highly sensitive perfectionists like we do not let stuff slide like shit slide right I'm waitlisted on the JMU waitlist and all I want to do is go to this college. It was very important to me that I got out of my hometown, that I moved away from Philadelphia and really just showed myself that I could live on my own, uh, especially after losing my dad and, you know, drama. It was important for me to do that and show myself that I could do that. So all I wanted to do was get into this school. And every day in homeroom, I would actually call the dean's office and like check in on my application and tell them how much I wanted to, you know, be at JMU and how important this was to me. And they called me on my birthday, on my birthday week, and they told me that I was taken off the JMU waitlist. And I was so excited, you guys. Like, I was above and beyond excited. But what's really unique about that was, like, yeah, I celebrated, right? Like, my mom takes me out to this dinner, and my stepdad was there, and it was amazing, and we were so happy. But then a lot of fear came up, right? It's like fear of the unknown. Like now I have to go down there and I have to go and 
explore <laughs> JMU and I don't know anyone. And, you know, my cousin went there, thank goodness. Uh, she was a senior at the time, so I knew I wouldn't be alone. But it was still very scary. And I think I let that scarcity and that fear take over my celebration at times. So that was really important to me that I had this awareness later in life when I have really great big milestones that I've overcome, I can fall into scarcity after those moments because I don't know what's coming next, right? And as a perfectionist, the unknown is extremely scary for anybody, right? But especially for us highly sensitive um, perfectionists, the unknown is like paralyzing, you know, like, oh my God, like what is coming next? And a lot of these thought patterns that I was having at a young age with larger milestones that I'm meeting were then applied to when I started to embark on my healing journey. And I think that this is what a lot of us face when we are celebrating something and we've done it, right? And we've made it to this moment that we've been grinding for every single second. We might celebrate for like, freaking five minutes and then right back to it we're in scarcity again because of the unknown and we're not really able to even celebrate or be present in the moment with what we've just built right what we've just done and a lot of it stems from that unknown and you know really for me I'm, I'm not sure if this will resonate with you guys but for me it also came down to like trusting myself right like that intuitive connection in knowing that whatever lies ahead I will be able to handle it and you know if I love this school awesome it would be great if I could stay here which I did I stayed there all four years go Dukes obsessed but also if I didn't love this school, I can just pick back up and move back home, right? Like there are endless options, endless amount of outcomes that we all face every day when we get up out of bed, right? Like the opportunities, the situations are endless of what could happen every single day. But because we get so stuck in that scarcity of the unknown, we're fixated on this scarcity. It's It really consumes our thoughts. It consumes our brains. And what ends up happening from that is that we start to react and or take action out of scarcity rather than out of celebration. Those are the types of things that can absolutely take us out of the present moment, maybe even not allow us to be at our fullest and highest potential, right? When we're acting out of scarcity and not out of celebration. And yeah, it's just really important to allow yourself to like physically feel the celebration. Like for me, I know a lot of you following along on my journey. And if this is the first time that you're listening to this podcast, like thank you so much for listening to our 100th episode. Welcome. We are so happy to have you here. For me, it really came down to because of my PTSD diagnosis um, and if you don't know a lot about my story please you know feel free to go back and listen to past episodes uh, I talk a lot about you know going to therapy getting this diagnosis and you know everybody can debate about diagnosis and what it does for the human psyche and for me I really wanted to take that diagnosis as an opportunity rather than label myself as like a PTSD survivor or like dealing with PTSD and trauma right like this was really just a showing factor of me that I need to be 
really connected to my body and I need to give my body the allowance and the moment and the space to feel things because I lived so heavily in my brain. I really wasn't ever physically in my body and celebrating like it physically in my body is really important to me too like so I'm not just operating at this like brain level and like exiting my body like allowing my body to feel at ease with celebration is such a beautiful thing I've even tried this this is going a little bit off topic but you know like (laughs) here at the end in mind like all we do is probably like jump around on topics like you guys know like my brain's moving in a million different directions at all times but even I've tried this out when I'm working out so like because of my diagnosis uh and because of like how that PTSD manifested in my body like my body was always in tension right like I was always tight Um, and I actually had this memory of when I was really young and I was getting piano lessons prior to my parents going into like extreme financial hecticness, chaos, we might say. I did used to take piano lessons and my piano teacher would tell me every single time we met up, like, why are your shoulders so high? Like your shoulders are so tight. And if if any of you play piano, like you're really supposed to have like relaxed shoulders, relaxed arms. It allows things to flow easier. And she would always like press on my shoulders and like tell me to relax. And at such a young age, I mean, we're going back, like I was six years old at this time. I literally could not relax my shoulders. Like I didn't even know what it felt like to have relaxed shoulders. I didn't even know how to allow or ask my body to do that. Um, So yeah, like that's just another great example of like how this stress of environment, environment, right, can affect us as highly sensitives even at you know even when we're in the womb like it's affecting us right because we're that sensitive and it's really our superpower that we're that sensitive and that we can be so in tune with our environment but it can absolutely manifest in the body when we are unaware of it and um for me the same thing would happen like when i was working out like when my brain is fixated on doing something like playing piano working where i have to be like it literally in my brain right and not like physically in my body i now have to remind myself okay i'm still in my physical body even though i'm thinking right so i can do two things at once i can still be thinking and relaxing my body like I had to like build on these tactics that I've learned over the years now um, which I'm very grateful for all of my coaches that have helped me have these awarenesses and put these puzzle pieces together and I'll share with you all why my shoulders were so tense Um, a lot of you hear me talk about the meanings behind words right and how words can really show us like okay that's why i have that diagnosis or that's why i'm struggling with this because of this so for the example that i have given in the past is like high blood pressure 
which makes sense. High blood pressure can also be identified as hypertension. So physically, like that's why I had that diagnosis in coupling with my PTSD, I started to struggle with high blood pressure and that makes sense, right? Because I'm so tense, like what I'm sharing with you guys about my shoulders. At six years old, I was holding tension in my shoulders. And when I think about the environment that I was in at that time, like I am the only grandchild, I am the only niece, and I am the only daughter out of my family. There's like no one else. Like there's also like no siblings, <laughs> no one. It is just me on my mom's side of the family, uh, which I was extremely close with my mom's side of the family. So I was physically holding a lot of pressure on my shoulders to keep things happy, right? To be the kid that everybody wanted me to be and be that people pleaser. So it all starts to add up when you start to unravel why these things are happening, right? And how they're manifesting in your body. You can find a lot of context clues based around the environment that you were in as to how it's manifesting in your body. At least that's my experience with this. And it's brought a lot of clarity to a really unknown, right, confusing time when you are healing. Sometimes it can be really confusing. So being able to piece together some of these things that I'm mentioning brings clarity amongst a lot of muddy waters. And each day, you know, I'm I'm getting deeper into that journey. I am healing more. You know, this is really a process. And I'm well aware of that. And now I look at it as an opportunity uh, instead of this scary space, this unknown space. It really feels like an opportunity to help my family, help me, help, you know, potentially people that will come into my environment, right? And I want to hold that space for them and I want them to feel less pressure. Um, and I truthfully believe if I hadn't have done this because of my lack of awareness around the pressure that I was causing in my own internal environment, I may have even caused pressure on others, right? Just because of the lack of the awareness. So that is really my driving force for all of this. I think it's very fitting that we're having this conversation in the 100th episode because if you go back to the first episode, I was really just starting on this journey and I had no clue where this podcast would take me, how it's evolved, the love, lovely, rich, amazing conversations that we've had on The End in Mind, extremely thought-provoking, um, extremely complex, right, at times. And I love that. Like a lot of the times I might even walk away from an interview, like what just happened. Um, but the fact that I can share that with all of you and we can have an open dialogue and look at these conversations and think, expand our thinking, expand our horizons of, you know, potential opportunities even, that is what the end in mind is. That was really why I started this show and, you know, the fact that it's grown into all of this and then some, it really just truthfully is such a beautiful moment for me. Um, and I hope a beautiful moment for all of you, our community. Um, I am so grateful for every single minute, second, 
spare time you've taken to tune into our show. I hope that you all feel as if you have, you know, impacted from listening to our show and been able to learn more about yourself as well. Uh, I hope today's story especially started to piece together some of those stories that I've shared with you all in the past and how I've been able to really look at my body as a space and a vessel for healing Um, because that's truthfully, I believe, like why I'm here is to heal and is to hopefully have a spillover effect on this healing journey. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for your time. I love you all dearly. If you know this episode resonated with you, if you have loved our show, please take a screenshot, tag me on social Let's celebrate this together. This is like a huge moment for me, um, for all of you, like I said, for my family, for even like my Instagram community, like you OGs, if you came from Instagram, like you guys have been with me from the start, five years of being in business, like holy shit, you know, (laughs) like I cannot even tell you if I told little Caitlin that this would be my life at 26 she would have been blown away and definitely not believed me so uh thank you guys so much like let's celebrate together give me a shout out screenshot let's have a conversation in the dms if you're not comfortable you know i totally get it uh just send me a message i would love to celebrate with each and every one of you and you know i'm happy to share even celebrations with you all in upcoming episodes of what we've heard what we've talked about. This is so important that we take a moment to celebrate this and celebrate you for even listening to this episode, even coming to this podcast and putting time towards you, right? This is really about you guys. Um, And of course, like I very luckily have also benefited from this show, which I absolutely will mention, but this is really for you all. Um, This is really a part of my service side of my business and my passion uh, to just be there as a resource and also have these difficult conversations. So I love you guys so much. Um, I cannot wait to hear from you. I cannot wait to celebrate you and, you know, this community and the end in mind as a whole. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the end in mind i would like to remind you all if you haven't yet reached out to me on instagram we are at meraki underscore media underscore management it will be in our show notes as well if you would like to reach out to me we always offer free coaching through instagram based around our instagram training and our business instagram practices if you need any type of support please do not hesitate to reach out to me there and we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.